Good morning, Contrarians. Thursday morning, September 16th, 6.30 a.m. Stock futures are down a bit. We have the NASDAQ and Russell 2000 off about two-tenths of 1%. S&P 500 and Dow Industrials are set to open about one-tenth of 1% lower. So not particularly dramatic. But the drama this morning is coming from China. And that's where I would like to focus today's episode. We had earlier today Evergrande, which is the country's second largest developer, say it was suspending trading in its onshore bonds after a downgrade. Uh, trouble has been brewing for Evergrande for some time. And this goes back to various new laws and rules that were imposed by Chinese authorities on that country's developers recently. It was also part of a, a push to cut financial risks and promote affordable housing. On the one hand, and on the other hand, clean up corruption. As you may know, real estate is one of the easiest ways to launder money. That's more true in China than probably anywhere else. And you can even wash your yuan for US dollar denominated or pegged Hong Kong real estate by walking into a real estate office in Hong Kong with bags of yuan. Not even Hong Kong dollars, just yuan. And you can then buy property in cash, and there you go. You have a U.S. dollar asset, basically. I've seen it happen. Anyway, um, point is that this company, uh, Evergrande, has $300 billion worth of debt and is scrambling to raise funds and keep up with interest payments. Government authorities have already told the country's banks not to expect payment on the next round of payments that are due next week. That's according to a report in Bloomberg News. I believe September 20th is when those payments come due, and banks have been told not that they're they're not they're not going to get them. And what's happened is this has all led to an intensifying sell-off in Chinese property stocks. One can expect that financials would not be particularly far behind. The question is just how far this whole thing reaches and who else gets caught up in the series of collapsing dominoes. Um, an Evergrande default, for what it's worth, is, is now viewed as, quote, some kind of probable by Fitch ratings. Uh, now, Fitch says that the, the um, risks of pressure on home prices in China are low if there is a default. They say that unless the restructuring or liquidation of Evergrande's assets becomes disorderly, Fitch believes this is something the authorities will want to avoid. Yeah, no kidding. But it would not lead to a bailout in the U.S. sense. Um, you know, the bankruptcy proceedings for what they are are completely different there. More likely what, what would happen is the government would step in, take over Evergrande, all of their assets, and replace or imprison or otherwise disappear the existing management. Creditors would probably still be on the hook. Maybe some of them would get bailed out. But the bigger question is what about all the retail investors, mom and pops, who fronted Evergrande their life savings in return for promises of, of these developments and stuff? That is the bigger concern, and this is why there have been increasing protests 
in Shenzhen outside the company's headquarters. And according to some reports I read, these are now uh, spreading to Jiangsu and elsewhere. And if uh, in a country like China, if there are protests that aren't orchestrated by the government, which who knows these may be, but if they aren't, um, it, it bears mentioning that protesters take on a very large risk as they simply do not have rights of assembly or anything else the way they do here in the U.S. or elsewhere. So bottom line here, the bloom is well and truly off the rose for China. Uh, now, the authorities there may still be able to step in and provide some semblance of control and ride out this whole thing. Uh, certainly possible. But the problems are too pervasive, one would think, for Western investors to ignore. Now, it's probably not a Lehman moment um, from everything I've read. China, to my knowledge at least, doesn't have a mortgage securitization market, or certainly not one on the size and scale of what we had in the West, where you had these trillions of dollars worth of mortgage uh, securities, and more importantly, credit default swaps that were tied up in all the various banks. Um, so it doesn't look like that is the type of thing that is uh, anywhere, is not just not happening. But nevertheless, it will be very interesting to see, or it would be, to see exactly who else in the U.S. in particular has exposure to Chinese banking and real estate sectors. I suspect this group is a little bit larger than we might think, and I suspect that private equity have their hands in a lot of this. But that's all just suspicion. It's not based on anything. But point is, if if uh, Evergrande is, if all of this stuff is ordered to unwind, it could lead to second and third order effects that nobody is quite aware of yet. That is the risk. It always is when you have these type of things. And even if it is contained to China, say the company, the country uh, kind of, the, its economy collapses, that will have wide-ranging effects, potentially politically. But beyond that, uh, it would also just lead to U.S. companies and Western companies losing a large portion of their uh, customers, or at the very least, their growth prospects. Western exporters are have basically linked, uh, maybe not all of them, but just about, have linked their growth prospects to China's growing middle class. And if that middle class implodes or disappears, yes, the, your Disney's and Starbucks and Adidas and all these other companies will probably be fine, but the growth prospects that they've had will be quite diminished. There's no question about that. So this whole thing bears watching. I've been saying this for some time, though not in a couple weeks. Um, that was about other stuff, about authorities stepping in to, uh, you know, on, on, on app um, things and, and stuff like that. This is a completely separate issue. But there are problems in China, these bear watching. And this is certainly a distraction from what we have today in the U.S., which are uh, a couple of data releases. Perhaps the more important one is the um, retail retail sales. That's out at 8.30. Um, at the same time, we also get initial jobless claims, seeing how it's Thursday. Those would normally be the focus of, of today, but with all this stuff happening, 
in China, you can expect it to be on the back burner and for this Evergrande and China stuff to kind of dominate headlines and financial coverage. Again, how wide it and far it reaches still remains to be seen, but it absolutely requires our attention. So that's what we got for today. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Uh, your support is greatly appreciated and lines of communication are open to you, a premium subscriber. Please send me your thoughts, feedback, questions, uh, reactions, anything that you have in reaction to today in particular. Very curious about your thoughts about China and look forward to hearing them. You can email them to contrarianpod at gmail.com. You can text me if you prefer. That number's in the show notes. Happy Thursday. Look forward to speaking to you tomorrow. Bye.